Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Astrology with Alice. I'm your host, Alice Bell, and today is Monday, November 27th. So we're going to be looking at the transits for the week ahead like usual. First, though, honestly, just want to check in with you guys. Like, how are you doing? This Sun-Mars conjunction that has been going on, I mean, it went exact in Scorpio, on Saturday, November 18th, but like that whole week leading up to November 18th. And then this, this past week we've just had up until the 27th, the two planets have remained very close. Now they're in Sagittarius, but it's still like this sun Mars energy where I don't know the best way I described this in an Instagram story. And a lot of people seem to feel the same way. But like this feeling of being very impatient and like kind of irritated and wanting to take action, but maybe not feeling like the supporting energy is there quite yet. It's like also because the sun and Mars squared Saturn last week, like around Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you may have felt this super strongly. Just like wanting to get somewhere and get things going and initiating new projects or whatever it might be but feeling like there's all these steps to get there and hard work that you have to put in first and honestly maybe feeling a bit restricted or just weighed down. That's the best way I can describe this energy. Just like wanting to do something and get ahead, but needing to practice patience at this time and realizing that hard work has to be put in first um, in order to get where you want to be further down the road. So that's just kind of like the underlying theme that you've probably been experiencing for the last week or two at this point. Um, Right now, like as we'll get into throughout the course of this episode, like there is a full moon in Gemini happening today and that energy surrounding the full moon in Gemini will continue to play out throughout all of this week. But particularly the start of this week might be like the busiest time as you connect with people or see projects come full circle or gain greater visibility with something you've been working on, or maybe realize like how things are meant to come together in a certain area of your life and like having realizations about maybe certain changes or adjustments that need to take place. So that's what you might be feeling today and for the next few days specifically. Typically with full moons, it's like sometimes I'll get asked like if the themes I've mentioned for someone's rising sign on like the Instagram posts I do, for example, Like if they aren't playing out that exact day of the full moon, I just noticed that like with the full moon themes, depending on what house it's activating in your birth chart, like you're feeling it build to those themes most intensely, like the week leading up to the full moon. And then you're seeing it play out like a week or two after the full moon has taken place. So pretty much like now until the next new moon in the middle of December is seeing the seeing the effects of the full moon continue to play out. Okay, let's get into it though. So starting with Monday, November 27th, like I said, there is a full moon in Gemini taking place today. It will have happened early, early Monday morning if you're on East Coast time. So maybe a little later in your morning or early afternoon for you if you're on time zones that are a bit ahead. This full moon, I mean, let's like go back to the Gemini themes in general, because having a full moon in Gemini means those the traits associated with Gemini are being brought up a lot more prominently. So Gemini is a lot about like communication. How are your words coming across to other people? How might you improve upon that? It can also be like, how do you channel, like taking the Sagittarius themes of like knowledge 
and learning and how can you channel it into Gemini themes, which are like getting your ideas across in a way that other people can easily understand. Like Sagittarius is these bigger picture topics like what's your life purpose or philosophy or other cultures or politics, like these bigger picture themes. And then having this full moon in Gemini take place in Sagittarius season is like, how do you take those bigger picture themes and make sense of them or communicate your point most effectively to other people? So communication-based projects might be a lot of what, what you're developing at this time. So that could be like, maybe you get like a burst of writing inspiration and you want to go off and write something. Or it could be that you're busy with like a lot of presentations at work or calls or meetings. It's like these everyday interactions with people get called into focus at this full moon. Gemini is also like, I kind of associate it with just like running around, attending events, meeting up with people. So it kind of makes sense that it always falls in this period of like holiday rush of activity where just a lot is going on and you're more social probably. So those are all general themes that will come up with the full moon in Gemini. Definitely check the Gemini ruled house of your chart though to see where you might be seeing these changes or adjustments or coming full circle and having realizations about specifically for you. Also, this full moon is not making the easiest aspects to other planets. So it's not the easiest full moon in Gemini. It will be loosely square Saturn. So the full moon's at like four degrees of Gemini. Saturn's at zero Pisces. And then Mars is at like two degrees of Sagittarius. So we have like an opposition to Mars and a square to Saturn with this full moon. So definitely you probably will still be feeling this like what I talked about at the beginning, like feeling weighed down by work or responsibilities or that a lot is on your plate. So you might be thinking more strategically about your long-term vision for yourself. Like, is what I'm doing now going to serve me further down the road? Is that really going to get me ahead in my career? Or is this relationship meant to last? And if it kind of like answering that or getting the answer to that with the full moon and realizing what isn't, what isn't worth committing to in the long run. So having these, this topic of commitments and longevity come up, that's really much the Saturn theme influencing this full moon. And then having Mars tied in there too might mean that maybe if you are making a realization about something that just isn't working for you anymore, there might be a quick decision made in that part of your life or a quick change, um, a quick like cutting out of something that isn't serving you. Or once again, you may just have feelings of like impatience, irritation come up. It's just annoying that this has been a theme for like so many weeks now. Hopefully it's fading out like further, the further we get into December. But yeah, I would, I would be wary of like maybe confrontation coming up in relationships because Gemini does have that like interaction with other people aspect. Just, just try to be very mindful of like how your words are coming across with this full moon. Um, And if you are feeling impatient, just Try not to be like super pushy with other people and maybe just don't react in the heat of the moment. Take time to reflect. If there is an important decision you need to make, maybe don't do so, do that so impulsively. Um, What else is happening? Okay, yes, the ruler of the full moon, Mercury, is also square to Neptune to add another layer of confusion to this full moon. Um, So it's it's definitely more likely that you might encounter miscommunications with people, 
it may feel like a bit of a mini Mercury retrograde um, even coming up at this time, or you could just have like confusion surrounding a certain situation in your life. Again, referring back to like, where is that full moon taking place in your chart? Also like Mercury, Neptune, it, it could be this feeling of like, like recurring thoughts of maybe self-doubt or like I'm not good enough and like comparing yourself to other people. So really try not to fall into that trap. On a more positive note, it could be that you've, you're feeling very like artistically or like creatively inspired or your intuition is a lot stronger and it's easier in that way for you to communicate with other people because it might be like you're able to pick up on how someone else might be feeling in that moment. So that could be another like a better way that that full moon plays out for you. But overall, like this topic of like how you communicate with people and get your points across, whether that be through writing, a presentation at work, public speaking, or just in your everyday interactions with others, all of that's going to be a huge theme at the start of the week. Tuesday, November 28th is a bit calmer. The moon is still in Gemini all day on Tuesday. So again, having that theme of like connecting with people, communication be particularly strong. But on Tuesday in the afternoon, East Coast time, the moon will come into a square with Neptune. So later in the day on Tuesday, maybe just there's a lack of motivation to do a lot of work, or maybe it's just harder to focus. Um, Try not to push yourself too hard on Tuesday afternoon or just Tuesday overall. Um, And again, being careful of miscommunication with people and just like wanting to double check any important emails you're sending out, maybe getting a second, getting a second opinion on an important text message you need to send to someone because it might be that words get a little bit twisted or things are lost in translation. Um, Tuesday, yes, good day to like, just try not to plan anything super detailed or that requires a ton of focused attention on Tuesday because the energy is not, it's just not there for that. Um, A good way to do that though, because the moon will, it's in Gemini, but it'll be exactly opposite Mercury on Tuesday. So there may be something that you want to put your mental energy towards like journaling or creative writing, or again, having like conversations with people where you're sharing a bit more of like your emotions and connecting on like this deeper intuitive level. Also on Tuesday, Venus is at the later degrees of Libra at this point, and it's going to be exactly conjunct the South Node on Tuesday. So I kind of see this as like a Venus South Node connection as releasing yourself maybe from past relationship patterns and possibly hearing from an ex or an old friend, like your past relationships resurfacing in order for you to look at something there or possibly gain closure. It could also be that like Venus is so much associated with creativity and the arts. Maybe it's like you get called to revisit a certain creative project, creative hobby, or maybe you're realizing how you do have that artistic skill that can then be channeled into maybe something at work or a side project you're working on. For Aries and Libra rising specifically, because this Venus south node transit is triggering that longer nodal transit um, through your first and seventh houses, the north node in either your first or the seventh and vice versa, this could be an important like turning point in a relationship for you or maybe realizing more of what you want out of a partner or just something something a bit more significant, maybe surrounding this November 28th day that 
comes up in relationships, either your mindset surrounding relationships or something actually happening in a relationship. But for everyone else, just see how those like longer themes of wherever the North and South nodes are transiting in your chart, whatever houses are ruled by Aries and Libra, because we have a planet, Venus, coming along and triggering the nodes for this day or two period, you're seeing how that like bigger picture of that nodal transit is just becoming a bit more activated at this time. Like, so for instance, like I have the South node in Libra, Venus is meeting up with the South node in Libra in my third house this week. So it could be that something really important related to the writing process or sharing of my ideas and information comes up for me around Tuesday. Okay, then we get to Wednesday, November 29th. By the time most people wake up in America, the moon is in Cancer. The moon will be in Cancer all day on Wednesday. Um, So if we're thinking about Cancer moon keywords in general, this might be a time where you're a bit more focused on home and family related activities. It doesn't even need to be like that you're doing anything to your home or you're seeing your family. It doesn't have to be that literal. It could just be like maybe you're reflecting on that part of your life a bit more or you could feel like nostalgic about the past or childhood. And maybe you're just overall feeling a bit more introverted or emotionally sensitive. Cancer is also a very nurturing sign. So this desire to maybe do like a self-care routine or maybe be there for someone and like offer your advice or your support could come up while the moon is in cancer. There will be like throughout the day on Wednesday, um, there will be a loose trine between the moon and Saturn. People in later time zones in America, so like Europe, Asia, Australia, anyone like later on will feel the trine between moon and Saturn more intensely throughout like their morning and most of their work day. So Wednesday for you guys will be particularly good for productivity and feeling way more focused than you probably did on Tuesday. And like if you're in America in time zones behind that, you're still going to feel that maybe just not as intensely. But yeah, expect productivity to be a lot stronger on Wednesday than it would have been on Tuesday. Also on Wednesday, there'll be a nice sextile going on between the moon and Cancer and Jupiter and Taurus. So you may just feel like um, a little boost of like feeling better emotionally or you're just having more positive interactions with people and feeling like very grounded and like just more at peace and being very gentle with yourself. Like Taurus and Cancer are both signs that are very associated with like comfort and like coziness and wanting to do like feel good stuff. So Wednesday, Wednesday evening, Wednesday night could be a great time to just like have like a little self-care thing at home, maybe connect with someone that you care about, like a more intimate interaction with someone would be great for this night or doing like cooking um, or something else that you just like really love enjoying, like in the privacy of your own home. It'll be like a great, gentle energy. Thursday, November 30th, there's really not a ton going on this day. The moon is still in Cancer. So all of those themes I was mentioning about like home and family life becoming a bit more prominent, maybe your inner emotions, um, reflecting on that more, or just wanting to either nurture yourself or someone close to you, that could still, all those themes still coming up on Thursday. The only aspect it's making to another planet this day is it will sextile sextile Uranus in the afternoon, Eastern time. 
So there may be like pleasant news that you receive or something. Maybe there's just a desire to like change up your routine, like in kind of a minor way. Like maybe a friend reaches out and they're like, hey, I have this reservation. I I need someone to come with me to this dinner. Do you want to come? Like something a little like small, but that like turns your day around or that's just like a pleasant surprise basically, or desire to try out something new yourself. Like maybe you want to take a different route on the way home from your job in the evening, or instead of like doing your same old, same old routine at home after work, maybe you um, want to go out for a change or I don't know, whatever it might be, just expect things, try to change things up or, expect to maybe have like pleasant surprise news take place later on on Thursday. Then we're at Friday, December 1st. There should be more action taking place this day. Earlier on in the morning though, so pre before we get to 11 a.m. Eastern time. So again, if you're in early um, time zones ahead of East Coast, like you're going to be feeling this for more of the the majority of your day, but the moon will be void, of course, in Cancer for the earlier morning East Coast time. So it could be a very slow start to Friday where it may be harder to get to work if you have that to do, but things will really start to kick into gear right around 11 a.m. Eastern time and as the moon moves into Leo. So once the moon moves into Leo, it will immediately start applying to a trine with the sun and Mars and Sagittarius. And it will also be squaring Jupiter and Taurus. So I expect like a very pleasant Friday afternoon, Friday evening, where you'll want to get out. You'll want to connect with people, especially if you have a, if you have an air sign as you're rising. So like Gemini, Aquarius, Libra risings, this would be great time to focus on like friendships and relationships Friday night. You may just have more energy and enthusiasm in general, um, and you may want to put this towards. It's not like a heavy work energy, so hopefully it's that nothing too stressful is coming up with work on Friday night, but it could be good for like maybe going home and like developing a side project that you've really enjoyed doing, or maybe there's a hobby you want to invest more energy to on Friday afternoon. But try to do something a bit more active because there's a lot of supporting energy for like getting out there into the world and connecting with people. Like you won't want to sit at home doing nothing. And even if you are at home, like just trying to switch things up and like pursue some type of hobby or creative activity, if you can. Also on Friday, Mercury will be moving into Capricorn for several weeks This is great for like having a steady focus on something and like really being able to have like longer concentration. Also, you may just be reflecting more on your commitments and your responsibilities. And again, kind of a theme that came up with the full moon, which we mentioned earlier, but just like reflecting on what commitments are worth your time and energy. This Mercury transit will also be great for like having more of a structured process to learning. Like maybe you do want to take some type of course or workshop or read a nonfiction book. I just feel like having like Mercury in an earth sign, you're more interested in learning like practical information that will help you somehow in your life. But yeah, 
The other thing about Mercury moving into Capricorn is that this is the sign where Mercury will station retrograde on December 13th. The retrograde will start in Capricorn and backtrack to Sagittarius, where, and so it'll end up in Sagittarius. But as it shifts into Capricorn, there might be something about that Capricorn-ruled house, which Mercury has, it will later be retrograde in, that is undergoing a bit of revision or restructuring, or maybe you're having a lot of recurring thoughts come up related to that part of your chart. Like, for instance, um, I'm trying to think of an example. Like, maybe Mercury, if you have Mercury retrograde, like, let's say you're a Pisces rising, and that Mercury retrograde is going to start off in Capricorn, your 11th house, and then backtrack to Sagittarius, your 10th house. So, like, as Mercury's entering Capricorn, your 11th house, maybe there's a lot of thoughts surrounding a particular friendship and, like, what you should do about your relationship with that person. And if you still want them as a friend, or maybe it, it feels like a period where you're like, I want more friends, I want a sense of community, but I don't know how to get there quite yet. So, it's this process of reflection with the Capricorn and also the Sagittarius world part of your chart, but that will come later on in December. Okay. And then we are to Saturday, December 2nd. The main transit happening this weekend, and this will carry across Saturday and Sunday. Um, so December 2nd, December 3rd is Venus and Libra will come into a square with Pluto in Capricorn. And I, I do a deep dive into this aspect with pe when people have this in their birth chart. I do that in my book. But when this transit comes up, you may just have like, there may be themes of control that come up in relationships. Or if you are like casually seeing someone, maybe you're getting a bit jealous um, or like worried about the state of the relationship. Like it's, it's like not liking when you don't know the answer about someone or where you stand with them and getting a little possessive or like obsessive about that situation. So if you are out there dating, maybe having that come up, if you're already in a relationship or maybe this is coming up in a friendship, maybe needing to not be so like paranoid about what your partner or your friend is doing. This could also be a useful transit for like going deeper in a relationship somehow and like kind of talking about maybe things that trigger you that someone else might do and getting that out into the open instead of like acting, I don't know, instead of being like passive aggressive about something, being like, hey, that bothered me. I need to confront this. Also, the thing about like Venus Pluto when they connect is relationships being like the biggest catalyst for personal growth and transformation. So maybe there is like a date you go on or some type of interaction in a relationship, whether that's platonic or romantic, that kind of gets you to realize something about yourself. Like, oh, maybe I don't have to be treated like that by someone, or maybe that conversation with someone could have gone a different way and I need to improve upon how I react to that person. So... It could be like positive transformation that's coming about because of like some relationship trigger going on. I would also say Venus Pluto is very like, it can be very black and white about like what you do or don't like about someone. So I just feel like being more selective with who you're hanging out with or what social plans you're engaging in this weekend that might come up. It's like, no, like I know, I know I won't want to do that. Like I'm just saying no now to it. Also, because Venus is associated with finances, 
and money, there may be like kind of some anxiety that comes up surrounding money or like a fear of not having enough money in the future and maybe wanting to hold tight to it. Um, So yeah, all of those themes of just wanting to have greater control whether that be in relationships or with your finances and understanding that you can't always have control and learning from that. Also, the moon is still in Leo on Saturday. And again, like this is a very Leo itself and the moon being there. It's like definitely a more possessive sign. So this might be feeding into that Venus Pluto vibe as well. Like I just feel like when the moon's in Leo, maybe there's a a certain amount of like respect or attention you expect other people to give you and you might be getting more upset if that's not if that's not happening so maybe there might be problems that are coming up with feeling like slighted somehow in a relationship or not listened to or things are a bit more dramatic than usual yeah just something to something to take note of for the weekend like may not be the easiest social um interactions but that shouldn't deter you from making plans with people because maybe there's something important to be learned there. Finally, we get to Sunday, December 3rd, still coming off of that Venus-Pluto aspect. So all of what I just said would still be in effect on Sunday. It might be a bit easier on Sunday though because the moon, which is still in Leo all day, will be sextiling Venus in Libra. So it's like helping Venus out a little, even though Venus is having that tense aspect with Pluto. So it could be that maybe a relationship issue is getting resolved or if there was something you were struggling with with someone earlier on in the weekend, maybe not feeling as like triggered or that it's um, a huge source of difficulty for you. Yeah, maybe just wanting to be more open about relationship communication as well. Also, just having the moon in Leo all day on Sunday, like leaning into Leo themes, like wanting to develop something more creative or kind of like paying attention to your inner child. I know that phrase is like so cliche, but it's like when I think of like stuff your inner child would do, it's just like stepping away from the phone or the work and allowing yourself to have like these little moments of joy on Sunday. So doing activities that inspire like awe in you. So like, for example, I'll do this like where I go on a walk and it's like just looking up at the trees and like the beautiful colors of the trees or looking at like the moon in the sky. Like just these little things that like allow you to like have like go into like a state of wonder. It's hard to explain, Um, but also maybe just doing like little activities you love doing. Like you want to go to the movies on Sunday. That would be great. Or you want to like treat yourself to hot chocolate or like a little dessert you wouldn't normally get. Like do that on Sunday. Uh, It could also be a really great day for just like relaxing and socializing. And hopefully you'll be able to have a more chill weekend than usual. Okay, I think that is all for this week. Thank you guys again for listening. And I will actually see you back here on Thursday for a fun other episode. Bye.